So why are we here, Mike? I think we're here to start a podcast. I went to, uh, there's a place in Cedar Rapids called CSPS. It's uh, the Czech Slovak Preservation Society. So it's like this old hall from the early 1900s that uh, after the flood, they recreated it or just like redid it. Mm -hmm. It really got destroyed in the flood of 2008. It's just this beautiful room. It's my favorite place to see music in Cedar Rapids. I it's, heard of yeah, it. it's, it's small. It's like a you know, good like six foot stage. So, you know, like, yeah. it's like a good rock stage. So I saw three bands. Uh, two of them were from Iowa City. Maze, spelled M-A-A-A-Z-E. Okay. <laughs> the psychedelic rock band. Think, I thought you were thinking while you said that. <laughs> you were just pronouncing it. How does it finish? I can't remember how the word ends. Uh, and then Penny Peach, have you heard of her? She's like a Iowa City gal. Okay. Um, also kind of like psych, psych rock. Okay. So, yeah. Penny Peach. Penny Peach, yeah. I don't know Just much about the local music scene. Yeah. I know Elizabeth Moan. Yeah. And uh, her and Penny Peach, I think, are buddies. I've seen them do some shows together. I get to. I did a roast of Iowa City with Elizabeth. Was on the dais with us. Oh, fun. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, she. Uh, we're, we're like good friends with her parents. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so this is. I had a laugh at myself at one point because I was like, you know, I used I used to be the guy who hangs out with musicians. Now I'm the guy who hangs out with musicians' parents. All right. <laughs> yeah. I used to be the guy, but not anymore. Yeah. You don't have to be the guy forever. Yeah, I know. You really can't be the guy forever. At some right. point, you just got to realize it. All right. So, um, in addition to that, in honor of the magic pan, oh boy. do you know what I got? Uh, I think so. Crepes? <laughs> we are going to... On mic. You don't know what it sounds like when I when I freak out and don't want to eat stuff. So. <laughs> well, maybe we're about to find out. <laughs> we're we're going to find out today. On mic, you're going to hear Mike Lucas okay. eat eat a crepe for the first time. Uh, is it sweet? I got too sweet because yeah. all of, all the rest like all the savory have cheese in them. So and I know I know you don't like cheese. Right. So this is a crepe du jour. You know that Dumb and Dumber joke. Nope. Oh yeah, soup du jour. <laughs> yeah. What's the soup du jour? It's the soup of the day. That sounds delicious. Yeah, that sounds I'll have good. that. I'll have that. Yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right. So far, it looks like a burrito. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's de let's deconstruct the experience here. All right. What is in it? Okay. So that so that that one is um, blueberry lemon and butter. Okay. I'm willing to try that. Okay. And this one is uh, whipped cream, strawberry, and blueberry. All right, you want Which one do you want to try first? I'll try this one okay. first. Do you want to cut them in half or something? I don't know. Are you going to eat some of this? I'll have a couple bites. All right. I might have to eat the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah. So before I put my mouth on it. <laughs> All right. I'm not very adventurous, so this is making my teeth sweat. <laughs> it smells like... It smells like meat. I don't know. Why does it smell like meat? I do not know. I don't like it. No? no. <laughs> you nope. done? I'm done with that piece. <laughs> I won't make you try a bite of the other one unless you want to. Well, that one sounds better. Okay. <laughs> Is it the lemon that you don't like in that one? I like lemon. Okay. So it's not the lemon. Are, are, is it a texture thing for you? Maybe. Feel kind of like does like specific textures just kind of oh. turn you turn turn you off on food? For sure. Rice makes rice feels like there's bugs in my mouth. Mm -hmm. That one's better than this one. Yeah, way better. <laughs> Is that one edible? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would eat this one. Okay. So I'm not gonna do it on camera on mic <laughs> the whole time. But. Yeah. All right. So so you tried the the. Lemon's blueberry butter one first, and that one was not good. So now you're having the 
Oh. Crepe du jour, which is a blueberry strawberry. I'll have, one, I'll have one more bite of this mm-hmm. crepe du jour. Okay. Because it sounds good. We might have made just just made podcast history. Has anybody ever eaten a crepe for the first time on a podcast? Good question. <laughs> we'll have to go listen to all four billion podcasts mm-hmm. to find out if, if that is the case. I've listened to most of them already. <laughs> well, right. Thanks for the crepes. That was fun. Well, Sam, Sam would not go have magic, magic pan with his mom, but me and Mike. Yeah. Wes and Mike eating crepes. <laughs> Wes and Mike waste time eating crepes. We did it. <laughs> I better open this Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Brian is here. He's sitting in my chair. He took it. He took over. Hi, buddy. Hi. It's Mike and Brian. You waste didn't even time. get any crepe. All right. Well, that was a real treat. <laughs> I liked it. It was pretty good. Okay, I'm glad. That first one. The first one wasn't bad. It was just like this. I don't know. Yeah, it just it doesn't have a lot of flavor. Uh-oh. Yeah, so it wasn't very sweet. What's going on? Are we are we going to talk about uh, the entire series? Yep, scene by scene. We're going to go through all, all, all 18 let's episodes it, scene let's by run it scene. Back. Let's run it back. Yeah. Let's, do it again. <laughs> let's do it backwards this time. We'll start and then go to the beginning. All right, so the song, the Rolling Stones song, I couldn't think of last week. Mm-hmm. I can't get no satisfaction. Yeah. Which, well, like I, I don't know about you. I, I felt like a real idiot that I could not remember the name of that song. Yeah. And then uh, I like the Devo version of it. Oh yeah. Uh huh. It's real, real angular and yeah. weird. Um, but then the, the verse I was trying to think of when I was like. There's that verse where the guy's talking about his shirt, and it was just that didn't help at all. No. <laughs> uh, when I'm watching my TV and a man comes on and tells me how how white my shirts can be, but he can't be a man because he doesn't smoke the same cigarettes as me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That is pretty That's a pretty good. good verse. I like that. <laughs> so we're so we we're talking last week about uh, how we how we don't agree on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we mostly agree on the Stones. They mostly suck. Right. Although, although the, there are some songs that I, that I can come around on. Uh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Good band. Yeah. Uh, Early Guns N' Roses. Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. One like, of the best albums. Yeah, ever. it's crazy how good that album is. It changed everything. I think we already said this, but... Yeah. My, I think that's what killed hair metal. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Not Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. The, the Guns N' Roses were somehow... Brought hair metal into like a different age, yeah. But like through some punk, yeah. Like LA punk influence in yeah, there, real greasy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Soundgarden, we can agree on Van Halen, yeah. yeah. As, as as I was reading through my notes and I and I remembered like how much Van Halen was in those early episodes, and then yeah. we just didn't hear Van Halen anymore. I know that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, it made me sad. And then I went and went and looked up the 1981. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> Brian's doing some cord work again. <laughs> you know, this sits here all the time, like this. He doesn't come down here and fight these things when nobody's sitting here. Uh, he's just, you know, in his head, he's just like, Mike, why don't you just, just straighten out the cords, man? Just <laughs> just run the cords, tape them together. Yeah. Just, just that's all, that's all I That's all I ask. <laughs> just keep this place neat. So he's up here straightening up cords. All right. And then the uh, the 1981 Dead Tour. Mm-hmm. Did you look this up? I did not. <laughs> uh, July 2nd, they start in Houston. Oh. July 4th, Manor, Texas. Okay. Uh, and then Oklahoma City, Kansas City, St. Louis, St. Paul, East Troy, Wisconsin. And then on July 13th, they get to Denver. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It matched it up even. It pretty good. Except for July, like school gets out. In- yeah. So what school gets out mid June? You jump in the van, spend a spend a week or so getting down to Texas from yeah, Detroit. I guess. Think of this. I was thinking that uh, you you mentioned that they had to watch the her parents had to watch her ride away on the bus mm-hmm. and wonder what was going to happen next, and then we got to watch her ride away in a VW bus. <laughs> oh, <and> <laughs> Two different kinds of buses. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen next. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we never, to be honest, I'm glad we never found out. Yeah. It kind of keeps the mystery alive. Mm-hmm. It's like when uh, rock and rollers die young. It's like you never 
they just stay young forever. Yeah. yeah. All, all you're ever going to have is probably their best work. Yeah. They're not. You know, you don't have to listen to uh, Kiss do their disco phase or oh. Neil Young do his weird electronic phase. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but I was also thinking about that scene of like, you know, so much of this show is just about Lindsay, like trying to break free in some way from, from her past. And that like the scene where she gets in the van and she goes, mm -hmm. and is that her finally like breaking free? Like that's the yeah. moment where she finally, yeah. like, like the push and pull of like being true to what she wants to be versus being true to her parents want to be and just mm -hmm. like that back and forth that this whole show's about and then all of a sudden she's just gone yeah and she's broken free from yeah because there's no way she's going to come back unchanged no. you can't you can't go experience that for two weeks just be completely immersed <laughs> yeah. in it for two weeks yeah. she's, she's going to drop some acid she's going to do something <laughs> weird as we've been going on, uh, you know, and, and we've kind of talked about this off and on, but just the sociological aspects of, of like, identity development, and you know, what the sociological research shows that around the age of thirteen or fourteen, buddy, oh, go 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 go. Yeah, Brian's <laughs> typing some stuff up for you. All right, um, around the age of thirteen or fourteen, so our primary so. You know, there's the, there's these primary groups that we have in our lives, and so they tend to be family, friends. If you go to church, it's your church group, um, sports teams. So it's the people that you spend the most time around that shape who you are. Yeah. And that around and research of around the age of 13 or 14, you start to move from family being the most important primary group to your peers becoming your most primary or your important primary group. Mm. And so what and so I was thinking about like that that division between Sam and Lindsay. So Sam is still like in the family. The family is the most important one and Lindsay's has moved towards friends being the most important group. Right. And then how and then thinking about like how our identities change as our primary or the most important primary group changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then does it go back? No. Really? Well, I mean when like when, when you have when, a family. When you have a family, yeah. Then then for for most people, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. some some parents are just like, I'm still 17. I'm still gonna party. I don't care if I got kids. Right, like Bill's, <laughs> like Bill's mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and so that primary group is just always changing throughout life. And then what we know about identity and the idea of the self is that 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 is a reflection of our group positions. All right. So, you know, and so, you know, as, as we age, our groups change and then we change along with those changing groups and, right. you know, so thinking about high school, like I don't talk to anybody from high school anymore. Like, huh. uh, I don't have a single person that I communicate with from high school. My best friends are all my high school friends. Mm hmm. Hmm. <laughs> And so for me, it's, I just it's never grew up. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I, I think probably that's more common than, than not. Like, I think I'm probably the outlier oh, okay. in that. Um, but I have some still very good friends who I was in the Navy with. Yeah. And so it's like, though, you know, from 18 to 24, when I was in the Navy, those people were really around when I became who I would become as an adult. Yeah. And so for the, for me, those were the people who were, uh, like, I was really tied yeah. in with. So, yeah, same for me then, because, like, when I was in my early 20s, I was still with my high school friends, living with them and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we all... Yeah, so you went through those formidable years with, formed with, with those, those folks. Yeah. Just, I have to... What the fuck did he do? Come on, Brian. He took it all the way to the top. <laughs> 67 pages. <laughs> oh, I just, I, I create a new new document for every episode. Uh, I just put it all in one. All right. So, um, I did some research, or did look did some looking back and found some funny stuff on, or I don't know, funny, but, like, I read some reviews of Freaks and Geeks. And, like, there's tons of, like, five-star reviews and stuff, and mm -hmm. those are what you would guess, you know, like, like, here's one, uh, somebody wrote, uh, her name is Danella. Is it Dan, Daniella? 
and she wrote, uh, very funny, don't let your kids watch it, it wasn't their age group. I'm a teacher and my second graders, they watched this before. <laughs> Four stars, should be harder for kids to get access to. <laughs> and then she said, OMG, just finished the last episode and I'm editing my review. Five stars. <laughs> uh, she liked the ending. Yeah, right. she liked it, that's good. Uh, and then I and then I'm like, well, those are those are interesting, like the 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 five star ones, but mm -hmm. like you know, everybody loves freaks and geeks. So mm -hmm. let's see what some, let's see what some angry people say. <laughs> so Isaac Gonzalez, one year ago, he uh, gave it one star and said, "Never watching again." Oh well, yeah, okay. <laughs> you don't have to tell us why. Yeah. Uh, Anna Nagel, um, she she didn't give it any stars, but she said, honestly, this show slapped. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you finding these reviews? I, I think it was Google. Okay. Uh, uh, Troy, oh, yeah, you can just re review anything on Google, can't yeah, you? Okay. Yeah, Troy Stokoe, he two years ago, he said, absolute trash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, ben Muller, he said, this show changed my life, and I'm not drunk right now, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> did, he uh, get, did he give it any stars? Uh, no, nothing. Hmm. Chuck Chemchar, he gave it one star. He said, I hate this show. It's acting as some of the worst in all of television. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I do, I, have you watched much television, <laughs> yeah. uh, Mr. Chuck? Chemchar. <laughs> Mr. Chemchar. Uh uh, here's uh, Robloxius Strawberry, four months ago, said, one star, racism, religious discrimination, dis disabled people discrimination. I don't know why people, are talk why people aren't talking about this. One star. <laughs> Where's the religious discrimination? Uh, probably somebody, I mean, did anybody make fun of Millie? No. I, I don't think maybe, so. Maybe she only saw the first scene where they're talking about wearing a Molly Hatchet t-shirt in the oh, church. and maybe. That's as far as she saw. Uh, and yeah. then she saw them make fun of the uh, yeah. Eli. And yeah. she's like, I'm done with this show. She yeah. never saw another episode Could after be. episode one. Could be. This one's my favorite one. Um, uh, Kaya Mickelson put this one. She said, this is the best thing I've ever watched in my life. Four okay. out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> best review right yeah, there. It's <laughs> really good, right? Uh, and here's one from Aiden Hassanicoli. One star. He says, uh, this is the worst TV show ever. The story is boring. <laughs> now, there's a lot of O's he put in yeah. there. Two, two, two lines of O's yeah. on each of those. The cast is better just doing full comedy instead of serious. And these are the people that star in Pineapple Express, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, 127 Hours, <laughs> Disaster Artist, and Funny People. Was 127 Hours that word? James, James Franco cut his arm? <laughs> That's not funny. That's pure comedy. <laughs> Stick to the comedy, James. <laughs> <laughs> like like when you when you were 127 hours. Yeah, cut your arm off. That was hilarious. Uh, uh, here's a Jayco Sull seven months ago. One star. Probably one of the worst TV shows. TBH. That means to be honest. Okay. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have taken me a second to get there. I'm not quick uh, with the lingo. Uh, promotes ra rape culture, suppressing women, bully culture. Hate tactics, manipulation, and many other negative behaviors. Hmm. When you watch this, knowing that Franco is a predator, well, let's just say it makes sense. He was an actor in the show. He didn't write this show. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did see somewhere that Busy Phillips was basically like, fuck James Franco. That yeah. like he was really abusive towards her on the set. I heard something about that yeah. too. And so. I also heard that uh, Seth Rogen has like, uh, discontinued their friendship. Oh, with James Franco? Yeah. yeah. And so this, and then this is one big long one, and I don't know, I'll read it, and you can decide if you should keep it in here or not. <laughs> so this one's uh, written by Fawn Jane, uh, September 14th, 2013. Um, and it's titled, The Emperor Has No Clothes. That's her title. Okay. Uh, no matter how much the, in, in parentheses, bribed critics... 
tried to drum up ratings for this show, it didn't make up for how mediocre it actually was. When Freaks and Geeks was on the air, it had terrible ratings and was canceled for a good reason. This is just another cringe-fest teen show with boring, spoiled, whiny, suburban white teenagers. Okay. That... I mean... Not completely unfair. Yeah, yeah. That might be a, a legitimate critique. I don't know if it's cringe-fest, but... There, there are definitely some, some. Some. Yeah. But a fest, come on. <laughs> Uh, for the main character, as a typical as is typical, we have this brunette girl who is smart, cute, wholesome, and has feathered hair. And somehow she's supposed to be a freak. Usually, they give the girl glasses. In this show, they stuck the beauty in a baggy army jacket. Uh, all of the characters are two-dimensional, unlikable, hackneyed stereotypes. The pathetic teen girl always trying to be cool and impress her nit-witted Jordan Catalano. I don't know who what Jordan Catalano means, that she is infatuated with for some inexplicable reason. The Jewish kid who always has to mention in every scene that he's Jewish. I feel like this person didn't watch the entire series. <laughs> Just yeah. that one episode where where Sam, Sam brings or Neil brings up that he's Jewish. Yeah. Uh, the wholesome yet moronic authoritarian parents... Uh, the only characters with potential are relegated to shallow side characters that are hardly on screen. Uh, there's the bitchy freak girl. I don't even understand where TV's stereotype of the bitchy freak girl came from. <laughs> Maybe from a high school? <laughs> yeah. Ever been to one? Uh, uh, E.g. the roommate in the show Felicity. Uh, I don't know what that is. When I was in high school, the girls who were counterculture were super cool and friendly. Come to think of it, the show does a huge disservice to real-life female freaks and geeks. The only female geek is Millie, who plays the annoying religious goody-two-shoes at maximum volume. Uh, okay, I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. And the writing is pretty bad. I couldn't even make it past the first few episodes, oh. which were supposedly... Oh, we could tell. Which were supposedly <laughs> the good ones. The plot lines are the most cliche and unoriginal ideas imaginable. Uh, the testosterone-deficient geeks must face the bully. One of them works up the courage to ask Cindy to prom. Second episode. The, the parents go out of town, so they throw a party. And surprise, surprise, more kids than expected arrive, and it gets out of hand. One of the main characters sees their crush making out in a bedroom with someone else, and they're emotionally crushed. Oh, noes. Like... Yeah. This, this never actually happens in real life. <laughs> none, of this, none of this has ever happened to anybody. No, yeah. <laughs> right, there's two more, two more paragraphs. Two more paragraphs. Angry uh, thing. I was promised a show about freaks and geeks. Instead, we just got another teen show with thin, attractive, wholesome, high cheek boned actors dwelling on trifling problems. You know, the high boned, uh, good looking actors like. Uh, Bill Haverchuk <laughs> yeah. and uh, Gor Gordon, Gordon Chris, Chris. <laughs> uh, Harris Trensky. Yeah. Seth Rogen is not an Seth attractive Seth Rogen is not pulling it off. Uh, I would say that Millie's pretty geeky looking. Uh, Judith. <laughs> well, you I mean, know, be Harris thinks she's beautiful. Yeah, that's, some people are good important. looking. Yeah. Some people, I mean, in the real world, some people are good looking too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, many of the freaks and geeks were fascinating, interesting people who has cool hobbies and worked on interesting projects. In this show, even the geeks are kind of dumb and don't seem to have that much in the way of intellectual interests. It was so un unrealistic. Why is it that on television the geek girls always fall for some airhead who is cool just because he wears a leather jacket or is in a band or something? Or, like, has, or has feathered hair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what she's talking about. What geek girl is there that fall... I mean, she must be talking about Lindsay falling for Daniel. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Like the the eponymous... Did I say that word right? Eponymous, yeah. I don't know what that means. So like the self-titled. Okay. Like the eponymous Daria and her crush on Trent. Mm -hmm. In real life, smart girls like guys who are just as smart as them. I tried to watch the show when it first came out on the air, and I was disappointed. Then now, almost 15 years later, I tried again, and and it just seems even worse somehow. Do not recommend! Exclamation <laughs> mark. I think we got that before before you got to that last <laughs> sentence. I think we understood. Yeah. 
That's a lot of words. <laughs> yeah. For for something that you don't really even Yeah. yeah. This this is why this is one thing I do not understand about uh. like review culture. Right. Yeah. Like if you don't like something like why bother? Right. Like, don't you have something better to do with your time? Yeah, like Troy Stokoe from two years ago. He said absolute trash. He got the same... <laughs> he said the same message. He just didn't write as many words. <laughs> I'm on Troy's side in this yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, so that was fun to go, to go dig those up. Oh, man. <laughs> Welcome to Wes and Mike Waste Time Watching TV. <laughs> yeah. Season one wrap up. Yeah, we're wrapping we're going, up. We're going to do a just little review. Yeah. Of of the journey that we've been on. Yeah, it's been with, with the cra- with the cruise. Yeah, cruise. Quite a learning uh, journey for yeah. uh, both of us. Yeah. A lot of self reflection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I will say that. Uh, so Katie was on her way home yesterday, and she listened to a couple episodes. No. And I never told her the story about um, my girlfriend, who, who, you know, me and Paul, whoever got out, whoever got showered and out yeah. of the locker room fastest, that's who she was going to leave with. Yeah, I had a thought on that one too. She got stuck with the guy who was stinkiest. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy who took the longest, best shower. Didn't get the girl. Yeah, she wasn't making a rational choice, I guess. <laughs> So what did Katie have to say about this? So she just like so it so it just reminded me that like these stories started to come back from my childhood that I never ever think about. Oh. So so one of the things with you know the sort of idea of nostalgia is that like nostalgia is a collective thing you know. Oh yeah. That you know if you don't hang out with people that you grew up with, there's no reason to tell these stories or talk about them. Like there's no like hey you remember when that happened? Oh yeah. So like. My friend group doesn't go back that far in my life, you right. know, and so like I never think about, you know, like what what happened when I was growing up, or, and so to sort of be like, have those memories sort of re-triggered because of interacting with the show. It's been super fun. Yeah, cool. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So um, we talked about how the idea that we were going to um, recap like some some of our favorite things from the, the series. Mm-hmm. So. Were we gonna do like a top something list of each of some things? Or? Yeah, so I think I think you were uh, put a little bit more work than I did into this. So okay, um, but I so I don't know that I have like a really good like here are my favorite episodes, but but I definitely like I rate I went through and I rated a lot of them. Okay, um, should we do episodes first? Sure, let's okay. do episodes first. All right, so looks and books. Okay, looks and books. So that was, that was the one where, um, Sam uh, gets the Parisian night suit <laughs> yeah. and books. Uh-huh. Uh, is that the one where Lindsay crashes the car and goes yep. back to? Mm-hmm. Being... She tries to go back to mathlete Lindsay. Yeah, and doesn't work. Right, but then she finds out she's got some true friends. Mm-hmm. And then it's got the Super Tramps, yeah. Super Tramp song at the yeah. end. Yeah, and so I, I was actually kind of surprised because this. Like when I was going back and reviewing, like this this isn't one of the episodes I would have thought. But as I read through the notes, I'm like, oh yeah, there was so much that happened in this episode, and yeah, um, yeah the Parisian night suit is great. Yeah, there's there's just like a lot of little stuff that happened in this episode. I really like that scene where, you know, uh, Lindsay's going to go back or is telling her mom that she's going to destroy Shelley. Oh yeah, and, and do you remember her mom's response? Oh yeah, she was like, "Oh, is she from Lincoln?" <laughs> and, and and she goes, "No, she's you know she's on our team." Yeah, right. And do you remember what the mom says after that? Like as she's walking back. I don't to, think so. So she, so her mom just goes, "Are you having fun?" Oh yeah. Which is like such a beautiful question to ask. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course I'm having fun. <laughs> well, she wasn't. No, I know. But that's what she said. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just. Uh, and and I think this this is what that show does or this show does so well is just like these little really human moments. Mm-hmm. And I think Jean had a lot of those. Yeah, she's like a really underrated character mm-hmm. in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love her. And and I, and I was thinking that you know back when uh, the on the road uh, episode where 
they read Lindsay's, or Lindsay's diary mm -hmm. and they're finding out like, and then she's starting to question herself, right? Like, right. oh, I just, that's true. I just make the same thing every night. And mm -hmm. like, I'm just living this life. It's just, it's never different. And then all of a sudden starts to think, and you're like, I really hope she gets this, like this development, right? Where she kind of becomes something different. It starts with the, and it never really happened. Like modern woman <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. And it, yeah, it never happened, but. Yeah, maybe next year would have. Yeah, but also it's just like, that's the nature of being alive is you're yeah. stuck in this situation where yeah. you can't just all of a sudden like, I'm going to go to Europe and discover myself. Or right. you've got kids to take care of right. and house to take care of. And it's interesting because like, um, when they read the diary, she, neither one of them, took it like uh, as an insult she got upset because she saw that it was true mm -hmm. and Harold just didn't care like, <laughs> right. like he also saw it was true he was like yeah it's fine it's yeah. yeah that is who I am she she she, yeah. she nailed it yeah <laughs> and I'm just fine with who I am yeah. yeah do you know why I like meatloaf because I like meatloaf yeah <laughs> um yeah so so that so that that kind of actually surprised me and then and then the scene at the end where yeah, Super Trap's playing, and Lindsay's walking up from Millie's house in the dark and f discovers the freaks. Yeah. And I just love that moment because you get to see maybe that scene more than any other, like how far the freaks have moved towards her. Yeah. And she's moving towards them because they're talking about going to see a foreign film. Right. And she's not even around. Like, they're not trying to impress her. Right. They're just like, that's just Kim is like, maybe I can think about myself in a different way. And Yeah. Yeah, it's, and I just really love that that scene at the end. Yep. All right, so that's one of mine. What about you? How many did you? Have? How many? I I put five. Are we doing five or should we doing like three? Well, I so I was just kind of rating them. Okay. Um, well, I, okay. Let's just yeah. Well, I I mean you, everybody knows based on my previous conversations that smoochin' and moochin' is my favorite one, mm -hmm. and I think it's just completely because of. You know, Bill has this hero moment in the show, you know? Like, and he, you get to see who he is, and he sort of, uh, he wins the day by being himself, which mm -hmm. I loved. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. What a great thing to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Brian. So, I don't know. I have a whole lot. I mean, I, you know, I think we discussed it pretty mm -hmm. in depth when, mm -hmm. during the show, but I, yeah. it just, I loved that, uh, episode, made me feel good. Um, and then it, you know, if we if we discuss f f scenes later, I mean, it has mm -hmm. one of my favorite scenes in it too. And it's not the one where he's making out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, yeah. So looks in books, uh, the garage door. Oh yeah, I have that. I one mean, too. it's just, it's so heavy. Yeah. And and so, I feel like it did a, something that no other show did or no other episode did the, in the whole season. Yeah, and it really went into the depths of like being friends with somebody, and um, you know you're chasing, or you, you know they're out there looking together, and the guys really are sacrificing and going to get in trouble, and they still don't live up to like what Neil wants them to do, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But they were there, you know, for yeah. so much of it. And, yeah. And exactly. Uh, and I think you know we talked about that scene where they're just. On the sitting on the curb after they'd been looking for hours and just like enjoying each other in this right. in this very heavy time and mm -hmm. joking around and finding joy where they can find joy. Yeah. Hey, lady, you want to mess with the Schreiber family? <laughs> Boom, headbutt. <laughs> and for me, like it, it probably had the most intense scene, which is Sam coming home after riding around with Neil and Bill looking for Neil's dad's car. Gene and Harold part and show the Atari, mm. and he just loses it, and it's just so intense. And yeah, for me that that was the most intense scene of the whole season, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and it, I also I have down below in my scenes stuff, but um, where Neil opens the garage door and sees it mm -hmm. and goes through like a, a range of emotions within seconds, mm -hmm. and you can you can see it on him. Mm -hmm. It's pretty, yeah. Pretty for kid actors, man. They, yeah. they they brought a lot of heavy stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, and and also has one of my my favorite, just like weird exchanges. So in uh, 
Neil's like, guess, when I woke up this morning, guess what was on the end of my bed? <laughs> and Bill goes, a turd? <laughs> and Neil goes, yeah, a turd. And Bill goes, gross. <laughs> I like the I like the absurdity of when Sam catches a, a Doctor Weir with the woman, and he's like, "Oh, uh, hello, he's Sam. Uh, he's just here with my high school friend. Uh, we just met here now, right now. Just coincidentally, uh, nothing strange is happening here between us. Uh, sure, we went. Yeah, we definitely went to high school together. I know she's in her thirties, but that makes sense to you, right?" <laughs> Probably true. You know, when you when you're 13, everybody who's like older than 19 all looks the same. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I really liked the last episode. Oh, I had that too. Disco to the Dragons. Yeah. That that might actually. I I didn't really rank them. I just mm -hmm. sort of thought about the ones I really liked, and that might if I ranked them, that might be the one. Yeah. I mean. I think I, I'm probably going off nostalgia when I say that Smooch and Mooch is my favorite. Mm -hmm. I think the last one brought it the most. It, mm -hmm. it pulled everything together. Yeah. It yeah. was really good. Oh, yeah, the looks and books. That we do. Yeah. So so the end scene is also one of my favorites. Um, so isn't isn't that the scene where, where Daniel Desario gives the speech about the tracks? Uh, no, that was tests and breasts. Oh, tests and breasts, yeah, yeah. So, as I was reading through my notes, I'm like, this, this, this episode isn't great until that last scene. Yeah. And then that last scene just like pulls the rest of the episode along with it. All right. And well, that's just, that was the episode where the guys got the porno too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is great. Neil Neil made us all super. Unhealthy. Yeah. yeah. And Let's I, watch it again. <laughs> you want to run it back? No. I like the pilot. I like mm -hmm. the pilot probably because it's it's a really just super strong. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. That sort of really, really uh, lays the foundation, and you really understand it mm -hmm. all. Hey, yeah, and we talked about this and when when we when we did that episode, but just yeah, how much the show knew exactly what it was mm -hmm. immediately. Yep. From from the first scene. And it, and it, you know even though it still kind of felt like a pilot here and there for the most part it's like yeah, yeah this show knows where it, what it is and where it's going yeah you're just dropped in the middle of what's mm -hmm. in, what was happening yeah yeah. yeah yeah it's really great yeah what else you got carded and discarded I liked yeah um, and mostly for the Maureen story I, I liked it mm -hmm. I thought that was really sweet the, yeah the whole thing um, and we yeah we we had sort of talked about the like how much joy did the geeks allow themselves? Right. Um, and that scene where they're shooting off rockets and and it's like a montage with Billy yeah. Billy is it, is it the French like Billy Joel song? Is it, uh, that, I don't know if that no that's playing when she walks into the classroom, but it's a oh, different uh -huh. it, it's a different uh, it's a Billy Joel it's song. A Billy Joel song. Yeah. But yeah, the montage of, over Billy Joel of just like them watching rockets fire off into yeah. the air and yeah, and then there was the other. Um, it might have been the same Billy Joel song at the end when they're eating ribs, mm -hmm. and they're having it's sort another of a montage, montage. Yeah. eating ribs. So, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. The the thing I really liked about that episode, so that was also very high up on mine, um, was just how the geeks they just had this person in their midst for a little bit, and they just gave themselves permission to really enjoy this person, knowing that she wasn't going to last. Mm -hmm. And then when she left, they weren't bitter. They weren't angry. Right. They were just, like, super thankful that, like, this woman, this yeah. young lady, got to, we got to hang out with her and have so much fun with her for a little while. Yeah, she was in their orbit for a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, do you want to, we could talk about, uh, like, favorite characters? You want to do that? Yeah, well, the, it's too easy, isn't it? <laughs> well, it is. It is. It, it, like, I think I started, like, Dude, doing, like, I did, like, a top yeah. five. So, uh -huh. five backwards. So, I had, like, Sam as my fifth favorite. Mm, okay. Um, probably because I relate to him the most. Um, and then Daniel. I relate to him also, somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Gordon, because he's just the sweetest, yeah. like, most... Uh, bright light that like is you know mm -hmm. he like deals with who he is in a, in a really positive way mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. and then Lindsay 
Mm-hmm. So none of these are you know, surprises. And then yeah, Bill, yeah. of course, yeah. Bill's number one, um, and because he's yeah, he's just like the perfect character. <laughs> he just yeah. makes you feel good all mm-hmm. the time, even mm-hmm. when uh, you, like when he's having a tough time, he, he works his way through it. And um, I don't know. I like listen. Yeah. I liked everything that about funny. Him. Oh God, he's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, whoever was writing for Bill just gave him just the best lines throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Reliably. And again, he didn't have a whole bunch compared to a lot of the other characters, so maybe it's a little bit easier just to give him those like little parts where he could kind of just like interject himself, you know, and Yeah, just dropping bombs of humor. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And wisdom. Yeah, exactly. That's like, a good point. Yeah, what when when he says when he says to uh, Sam, like, so where are you going out with her then? Right. Like if if you guys don't enjoy anything together, why are you going out with her? Right. And this it's such a touching scene. It's, it's like that Gene scene with Lindsay is like, are we having fun? Right. Like, just just like think about this for a second. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. I do things you know that make sense. Yeah. And sometimes you get caught up in yeah, what you're you doing. Get caught up the the idea of it and not the actuality of it. Yeah. Yep. You're trying to live up to some ideal that you set up in your brain that you're never going to achieve. But right. you're still working there. Yeah. How about you? Um, so, yeah, I, and it's, it's interesting because uh, I, I think I also most closely relate to Sam. I think as a kid, like, I was Sam. Yeah. So Gordon, I, again, you know, a guy that doesn't have a ton of lines, but just kind of comes in when he, whenever he's needed. Yeah. And is just so comfortable with himself, even though he's, like, physically the most sort of uncharacteristic character mm-hmm. like you know he's he's fat and he knows he's fat and he smells and he knows he smells and he's just like this is who i am mm-hmm. and you, you can take it or leave it like i don't yeah. you know yeah it's good and it's fun that they uh, you know that they took it and mm-hmm. they're like yeah he's he's a dude and mm-hmm. we like him mm-hmm. we want to be around him yeah and i i think that that was a little bit of a surprise for me when I was reflecting back is how much I enjoyed just about every scene that Gordon was in. Yeah. For different reasons. Sometimes it was funny. You, mm-hmm. you, you sent me the meme of like, I don't like sci-fi. I love, love, love it. But then also just like him, like he, he was self-reflective in a way that, that the other geeks were not. Because he had to be, I think, just because of who he physically was in the world. That's true. And, like, even Bill allowed himself hope that, like, you know, um, girls were going to be hot for him. And I don't think Gordon even, not allowed himself hope, I guess. But Gordon just was like, I get it right now. This isn't going to be my thing. (laughs) You know, when I get older. Yeah, maybe maybe that'll change, but. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm with young Gordon. Yeah. Mr. Rosso, here's 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 who I throw as Mr. Rosso. Yeah. Immediately, I mean, he he definitely had some some moments where, like, he was not a likable character. Right. Um, maybe because because I'm a social worker and I've worked with kids, mm-hmm. you know, sort of in in different in different ways. I, I, that's how I go. Oh, oh. Brian, right? Go 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 go. Come on, Brian, knock it out. <laughs> um, Q A. Brian just typed Q-A-Q. Mm, I wonder what that means. Question all. I, th- I think he was, I think he's sending me, I think it's QAnon. I think he's sending oh. us a signal <laughs> oh, about QAnon. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Brian, <laughs> I, I would have never suspected. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who would have suspected? Anybody who follows Q. Like, yeah, that's totally obvious. <laughs> We're going to have a whole new, whole new uh, thread of followers after <laughs> Brian typed Q A Q on on my notes. Yeah, follow the plan. Is that what they say? Is that what they say? Follow the plan. The plan. Something about the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Follow the plan, guys. <laughs> the plan is listen to this podcast. <laughs> Download it twice. Share it on all your eight chan <laughs> message boards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, rate and review us on all the all of your favorite eight chan message boards. <laughs> but yeah, so so Mr. Rosso, I just uh, I, don't, I I relate to him as an adult trying to work with kids and just mm-hmm. you know like trying to be the cool guy, you know, like, 
and I know I'm not the cool guy, but right. but you but yeah. you want to try to find a way to relate to yeah. them in some way, and you and your hippie friends. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just I just think he's so like like in in a way we, you know we talk about him versus Kowchesky, and Kowchesky is just a guy who's just burned out and tired of kids and. Mm-hmm. And Rosso is just like the, the forever optimist, you know, like, we're going to get these kids going in the right direction someday, you know, like, right. if we just work hard enough, yeah. earning 12 grand a year and still be overpaid. <laughs> so we saw, we saw one time where Rosso was sort of the opposite of himself, where he threw that big fit out in the parking lot, mm-hmm. sort of chastised Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And then we saw the one time where Kowchesky was the opposite of himself when he was super pumped for Oklahoma to be performed. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like there was another scene like in a hallway with Rosso where he was just Oh yeah, he talked to Lindsay about like being in prison or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, see you on the prison yard. Yeah, yeah. And that just seems so unlike him, but right. but also it's like you're just dealing with kids and you you just get exasperated sometimes and you don't know what to say. Yeah, it's like shotgun approach to <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Lindsay did not buy his his shtick that day. No. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, so Rosso, Gordon, Bill, of course, is my number one. Yeah. Um, Daniel, like, in a weird way, because Daniel's Daniel was sort of like like uh, Gordon in some way, yeah. in that he was very self-aware. For sometimes, not always, but sometimes, and he would just give these little moments of just, like, he was being reflective about who he was in the world, and, and most of the time he was running away from that, but. Every, but you get these little moments here and there. I love that scene with him and Harris, where he walks up to Harris and just yeah. says, "What? What do you think about me?" Like, yeah. when you hear the name Desario, do you hear? Do you think loser? Yeah. And that's such a <laughs> such a beautiful scene. Yeah. Well, no, you have sex. <laughs> no, well, you have sex, so you're not a loser. But <laughs> if you didn't, well. <laughs> and and also says, "You make a great dungeon master." Yeah. Which is, I imagine in Harris's world is about as high of a compliment as you could pay somebody. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I had Harris in my list and then I took him off yeah. with Sam because Harris really grew on me over the over the show. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I, as far as Sam goes, I just I, it's sort of like I relate to him in one way and to Daniel in a different way, and so like the two of them together is like. That's mm-hmm. how I relate to mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, those are the two parts of you in yeah. some way. Yep. We could talk about scenes. Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't know if these are my top five scenes. I just wrote down like some of the most memorable scenes as I was, as I was running through. Can you, can you like edit in some really cool sound effects when we do this? Like, whoosh, top five scenes. <laughs> just, just do that on the mic. I just did it. Okay. So I don't have to edit that in. I'll just, I just, you have to move it around. I just don't have to cut it. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So scenes. Okay. Uh, the first one I have is, it happens pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay and Sam after the egg incident. Ooh. Yeah, it's a heavy one. And and I just love that. Sort of going back to characters, I I think Sam might be the best actor on that show. Think so? I think so. Because I think just he had to have such a range of emotion. Yeah. And he carried that show. Both I think both him and Lindsay carried that show because. More was asked from them than anybody else, as far as like emotional expression. Right. Um, yeah. But but those scenes where Sam is just like the Atari scene, and then this scene where he's just so angry at Lindsay, and Lindsay comes in and just tries to make nice, and he just says, "You know, nobody thinks you're cool." <laughs> yeah. And 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 then her response is just like, "Oh, I know." Yeah. But I I love that scene. Because cause, cause that is, like, sibling. Like, you do things to hurt your siblings, and and once you really hurt them, it's yeah, it's hard to deal with. Yeah, and then you want to retract it. I guess yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. But I mean, you, you've, I mean, you've seen it in your own kids, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. So uh, I had, um, when Coach Frederick and Sam had the sex talk, Mm-hmm. It's really uplifting because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it make it gives you like it finally redeems Coach Frederick. You're like, oh, he's not a complete bag of shit all <laughs> yeah, the time. Yeah. Yep. So I, I liked, and he was close on my list of characters too. Mm. It was like I really grew to enjoy him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Because he was just a dude, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he was a douchebag. <laughs> um, but yeah. he was growing through it, mm -hmm. I thought. So. Yep. And, uh, yeah, you, got, you really got to see a lot of sides of him in a way that we didn't get to see in other adults mm. of that show. Yeah. So, you know, he's just a guy dating a woman and has to deal with... Right, right. Her son hating him. Right. But I like that scene where he sits down with Sam because you hadn't seen him be like a good guy yet. Mm -hmm, so he sits mm -hmm. down with Sam and has a real conversation mm -hmm. with him and um, really relieves a lot of Sam's stresses. Yeah. Treats him like um, a young adult. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Mm -hmm. So it's funny because he actually has like two, probably two of our top five scenes. Mm -hmm. Right. So the, the Bill speech. Right. With, yeah. that, he, that he gives to Coach Fredrickson. Right. So that's in my top five scenes. <laughs> that one was heavy as shit. Yeah, that might be my number one scene. Oh, yeah. I can see where you're coming from. Um, and just like so much gets summarized about who the geeks are in the world in that speech. And like Bill educating mm -hmm. people, somebody who thinks of him this way, mm -hmm. and like he just takes it on himself. I'm going to educate this guy about how I how I have to go through the world. Right. And yeah, it's so it's such a beautiful speech and so heavy. And you can just see Coach Fredrickson sort of like during that speech like have to grapple with what the way he's treated them and yeah. Yep. I like um I like one where uh where Ken's walking down the street after punching Daniel mm -hmm. and then Daniel pulls up in the car. And the road's playing, mm -hmm. and uh, not a lot of words in that one, mm -hmm. but just uh, like gives you a real sense of what being friends is like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wish, like, I wish in life, you know, there's just like a soundtrack playing. <laughs> uh oh, something interesting is about to happen. Yeah. Just hire somebody that <laughs> their job is to, to curate a playlist for you, whatever emotional state you're in yeah. at that moment. Do you ever like? I love I love going like into a big city and putting on headphones and not hearing anything and just walking around and listening mm. to music and experiencing the city through the music. Ah. I love it. I love oh, that's that. really interesting. Yeah, I've never, I probably have never done anything like that. Well, the other so that so the Bill's Bill speech as far as like heaviness, so that's probably my favorite like heavy speech or heavy scene. Uh -huh. uh, my favorite non-heavy scene. Do you know what I'm gonna say? Nope. Lindsay, tell your brother he has a beautiful body. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is probably the scene that made me laugh the hardest yeah. the whole season. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's true. That's that was that was so much fun. She's like, she's like, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Come on, Lindsay. He's your brother. <laughs> fine. Okay. Okay. Oh, fine. Sam, you're an Adonis. <laughs> If you were my brother. <laughs> All right, knock it off. <laughs> so I had I have a couple more. I have one the one where um Lindsay comes home and Sam's eating the ding dongs and then she shares ding dongs mm -hmm. with her and they talk about how um Cindy just likes him as a friend. Yeah. And uh and then the phone rings and it's Cindy. And she wants to talk to him about Todd. Mm -hmm. And he wraps the phone around his neck, and then she comes over and wrestles with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like these. such a sweet scene. Yeah, and there's not like a lot of dialogue right. that's going to lead you up to that. It just like yeah. happens just sort of organically that that scene just sort of yeah. comes into being. Yeah. Yep. I, I like the uh, Daniel's track speech. Track one, track two, track mm -hmm. three. Um, and that he. At the end of that episode, looks and books. Is that the one? No, Tess and Breath. Tess and Breath, uh, where he gives that exact same speech, and just the the way that uh, Lindsay responds to that, yeah. and just everybody's everybody sort of bought into what he's saying, you know, and it, it feels very heavy. Mm -hmm. And then she just like destroys that in just like a second. Yeah. <laughs> and he's looking at her like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is working. <laughs> but I like I like that aspect of uh again Daniel knows who he is in the world and he knows what he can get away with. Mm -hmm. And then that's a moment where like his the veil of his mm. you know, like 
Oh, yeah. Like yeah. He falseness says, or whatever, like, just gets ripped off. Right. He says that at the beginning, or during the show. He's like, I can't remember what he says she's good at. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm good at this. Yeah. <laughs> when they're in trouble for cheating, and, yeah. and, and he goes, yeah, you're good at math. I'm good at getting out of trouble. Right. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. <laughs> so my favorite scene, uh, and I've said this before, is one where the boys are sitting in the lunchroom, and they're talking about going to the makeout party. Mm. And <laughs> Bill's like... Starts asking about like why? Why do you have to French kiss anyway? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like germs. <laughs> He's like, do I lick her teeth? Am I supposed to lick the inside of her mouth? What if she? What if uh, she puts her tongue too far into my mouth? What if I throw up? What if I throw up on her? <laughs> uh. <laughs> or what if I throw up in her mouth? <laughs> Uh, that, for whatever reason, that's the scene that makes me laugh the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, yeah, that's my number one for sure. Okay. I, I also really like the. Uh, this is probably not my top five. This is my honorable mention. Right. Uh, the DMD montage oh, at yeah. the end of the yeah. last episode. That is where, great. Where they're just like having fun and Daniel's in and. Mm-hmm. And they're just all laughing and. And uh, again, just the, the way that the geeks allow themselves joy. So, like Daniel, when he's with his friends, like mm-hmm. the freaks, like you never see them have joy ever. Right. And then he comes into this room with, you know, the the lesser folk of the geeks, mm-hmm. and just and how they bring him along, and then all of a sudden he's just really experiencing joy mm-hmm. along with them. Yeah. So here's something interesting I've thought about. We've been talking for an hour now. Uh, and we've never just we've, we haven't brought up Nick once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Kim. Uh, we've talked about a little about Kim. Did we? we said something about her, okay. but yeah. Uh, Real, yeah, tangentially. Yeah. Which, which for me is kind of funny because, like, yeah, probably Kim is not one of my favorite characters. She's probably not in any of my favorite scenes. But as we talked about the end of episode eighteen. You know, at the beginning, the the love tension, the story was, was is Lindsay going to get Daniel? Right. Is Lindsay going to get Daniel? And then Nick gets involved. And yeah. But really, at the end, the love story was. Yeah, Lindsay. And Lindsay Kim. and Kim. Yeah, I think so. I think Kim was a very important part of the show, mm-hmm. and she was sort of like the glue to a lot of it, even yeah. though you didn't like it. Yeah. Nick, um, he seemed like he was a really integral part to the story, but mm-hmm. sort of. Uh, I don't know, fluff, mm-hmm. <laughs> almost. Like. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, out of the freaks, I, I mean, he he was more present on screen than any of the other freaks, I would assume. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he just, mm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, there was stuff about him that I liked, like mm-hmm. uh, like the drumming, mm-hmm. like that he was into drumming. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of cool, like how how much he was into it. But also, again, he he was probably just one of these friends that we all have that just like, I like him well enough, you know, like I like hanging out with him, but yeah. he's not like my favorite person in the world. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's kind of who, who he was in the show. It's just like a guy that's always around and you don't hate him. Yeah. You know, he makes you laugh sometimes. And, yeah. But for the most part, he's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, he, like I have this core of friends that I've had forever. And I feel like pretty much the same about all of them. Like they're, uh, uh, they're, they're all important parts of what we do. Um, I, I I'm trying to think of like, are there like, were there like, sort of like satellite people who were mm-hmm. still interesting that we hung out with? Mm-hmm. It was very core for me. Like mm-hmm. in the same group of friends, mm-hmm. still have the same group of friends from high school. You mm-hmm. know, that's good. It's yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Ties you to your past, you know. You you have like a foundation and an anchor there, which is, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So, all right, so, those are all the notes I have, man. Okay, so yeah. I think I think yeah, that that was all the scenes that yeah. I think I meant. And and another honorable mention scene that maybe should not be an honorable mention was uh, when they when the geeks were eating ice cream, just sitting on the Ooh. curb eating. And I don't even remember what episode that was. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Was that the one where they were watching 
Cindy, or like Todd, the first reference we get to Todd is Todd's carrying some cheerleader into the house and yeah. they're sitting on the, yeah. on and the curb I, watching them. Right, and then, and then um, Sam says, I heard Todd takes his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. And that's all the same scene. Yeah. And, and then they're just like eating ice cream right. and just, and then it's like a montage scene. I, don't, I wish I could remember what song was playing, but, mm. you know, and, and they're all just laughing and like, Somebody drops their ice cream, and then the other two laugh at that guy for dropping his ice cream. Right. <laughs> oh, and then Bill puts the entire thing in the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just those, like, little scenes where... Imagine just when they're making it, just, like, just turn the camera on, just be like, just act like you're hanging out with your friends, and then that's what they do. And <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah, so anybody who's listened to this um, intently through all of the episodes probably is... Wondering why Todd Schellinger. <laughs> yeah, we're, why isn't Todd in your top five? That's all you can ever talk about is Todd, Todd, Todd. Todd this, Todd that. But he doesn't even make it into your top five characters. <laughs> yeah. I think it was just due to lack of screen time. Yeah. You know, if he would have been on more often. He would have been a much more unlikable character. <laughs> we, we, we would have seen all of Todd's faults. Uh, I don't know about that. Todd's doing okay in my book. Where does Seidelman fall in your... <laughs> God, that fucking guy. If we had a bottom five, <laughs> Seidelman would be at the very bottom of that. Yeah, Seidelman would be the worst. Um, uh, <laughs> For sure. Uh, like, there's not even there's not even competition, is there? Uh, well, what about um, Rashida Jones, her character? Oh, yeah, yeah. She was Karen. Bad. Karen, she was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was a real asshole. Yep. That one... The one uh, teacher who wouldn't listen to Lindsay and made her go to study hall and wouldn't let her study in study hall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy sucked. Yeah. But that's the only time or we no, saw detention. him, right? Detention. Detention. Detention, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the only time we saw that guy. Yeah, so. You know, we, we, we saw Seidelman be an asshole on multiple occasions, so we so we really get a sense that this is who that guy yeah. is. Yeah, and true. Karen, same with her. Oh, you know who else we haven't brought up in this entire thing? Alan. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He just dropped off after I've, probably episode six or something. Yeah, no, it was later. It was the one. It was choking and token because he he uh or at the episode after choking and token because uh, dead dogs and gym teachers. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the last one, I think. Okay. Because he was sort of nice to Bill then. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, when Bill when Bill storms out of a yeah. gym class and yeah. Alan goes, Bill's the king. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the last time we saw Alan. Yeah, he was such an integral part of the mm -hmm. show, and we didn't even bring him up. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to think who else was like. There's some other great characters. I thought I liked um, Neil's brother Barry. I thought he was a good character. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, Neil's parents were interesting. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, Harold and Jean were interesting. Oh. Okay, so n n another scene that's in the running for the number one scene mm -hmm. is Bill watching Gary oh. Shandling. Yeah. And just eating and, eat, joy. and eating real cheese sandwiches. Yeah. Just you know, pure joy. Yeah. So montages. That's why. That's what. That's what I'm starting to realize. Like the montage scenes were just. Yeah. So great as yeah. far as showing us, like, yeah, just letting people be joyous. Yep. Yeah, good point. We should make montages of our lives. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be better than the actual things. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just, if I could just pick out the 20 best scenes of my last year, you could just look at that and be like, I had an amazing year. Yeah, things are great. <laughs> things are going great. Um, Cool. Yeah, and this yeah, and the other characters that that uh, you know didn't show up in the last episodes, you know Millie, Cindy, yeah, Kim. You know, Kim had a great. I'm I'm really glad Kim was in that like very last scene. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow, well, I'm trying to think. I think I mean we covered most of the major ones. I mm -hmm. think. Yeah. Harold, we didn't talk. We didn't hardly talk about Harold at all. Yeah, he was. I mean, in the end, it felt like he was just sort of like, a, like you know, he was like an instrument for yeah. what was happening in the story. Yeah, he's kind of a one-dimensional dad figure, and yeah, um, yeah, they, they didn't give him a lot of development. But you know, when you're 
40 years old and running a business and raising two kids, you don't have a lot of time to develop and find yourself as a person, so. Yeah, right. <laughs> Working 12 hours a day. Yeah. Well, Amy, we didn't talk about Amy. Yeah. Ken's lady. Mm. I liked her. Yeah. Girl. yeah, she was fine. Again, just, uh, just one of those characters that was just sort of not there for her own sake, but there to like push the storyline yeah. forward. Yeah. Same with Eli. <laughs> Didn't yeah. see Eli much after what episode? Probably four. Yeah, he's only in two episodes. Yeah. Then. So, uh, oh yeah, he was in the uh, carded and discarded episode seven. He goes and sits down with the geeks at the very uh, end and starts to tell them about. That's a great scene. Yeah. Another great scene. So yeah, after Maureen goes to sit with the cheerleaders and. Mm -hmm. What does Eli start to sit down and start to... He starts to tell him about some television Three's show. Company. Three's Company. Three's yeah. Company, yeah. because Neil's like, what happened? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Did we make it to the end of this whole series? We made it. We put a bow on this thing? Yeah. Right. So just thank you. I mean, this was your idea. The podcast was your idea. I know. Yeah, and I, I just got to say thank you for introducing me to this and letting me talk about it. Yeah. Let me think about my childhood in a way that <laughs> I never I never would have otherwise. Yeah, so we're going to, yeah, we're going to, we'll keep doing this. We'll switch off and mm -hmm. we'll next maybe we'll do some shows that you've, well, we'll definitely do some shows mm -hmm. that you've seen that I haven't seen. Mm -hmm. That'll be fun. I think season three, I think I'm pretty locked in on uh, on a very specific show for season three. All right. Is it a... Let me, let me try to guess what it might be. No. Let's see. It's got to be a comedy. Uh-huh. So sort of. Okay. Sort of comedy. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Silver Spoons. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Belvedere. You're closest. <laughs> oh, Mr. Mr. Belvedere. Mr. Belvedere. That's a, that's a hot show. <laughs> that has Bob Euchre in it. Yeah. That's true, it did have Bob Euchre in it. <laughs> um, okay. But we'll talk about that later. All right, we'll leave it a secret. Okay, on that's this. season two. Yeah. We're get, so as we wrap this up, we're yeah. going to start yeah, basically gonna, immediately on season two. Yeah, we're going to do the Dairy Girls. The Dairy Girls. on Streaming on Netflix. Netflix. All right. And it is an intense show. Yeah. So here we go. All right. Well, you've been listening to... The wrap-up of Season 1, Wes and Mike Waste Time Watching TV. Yeah, thanks for wasting all this time with us. Yeah, thank you for listening. Rate us and review us. <laughs> <laughs>